We live in realities our questions create. Who am I? Can't we all just get along? Why are we here? What the actual fuck? And we've got a question that'll rock your world. What is better than sex? Full authentic expression and mastery over our experience of life. Our journey begins now. Hey everybody, Stuzy here. Uh, hope you're doing incredibly, exceedingly well in this moment. And if you're not, uh, please know that this is simply a moment in time and this too shall pass. Uh, here today in conversation with Garrett Teague, uh, a young man chronologically, a wise soul energetically. And uh, I've had the, the pleasure to, uh, to spend some time with Garrett over the past year. And what I've noticed is that Garrett has an uncanny knack of not only putting people at ease, so everybody feels uh, safe, comfortable, and acknowledged in his presence. But I've also noticed that he subtly inspires people to be the best version of themselves, at least when we're in each other's presence and they're in each other's presence. And so uh, with that, I want to introduce Garrett as somebody who is uh, here to serve that level of whoever we are being in our in our best possible version of ourselves. So with that, Garrett, thanks for joining me, and uh, let's uh, roll up the sleeves and get into some convo. Yeah, thankful to be here, thankful to be sharing, and it's been so wonderful getting to know you over the past year, um, and just seeing your gifts and, and you reflecting that back to me. It's just so wonderful, and um, I'd say you have an uncanny knack for reflecting people's <laughs> gifts and really seeing them for who they are, so really appreciate uh, your presence. and. And uh, yeah, just being able to meet you and being able to do this today. So. Yeah, and what's really incredible, Garrett, is you're, you're 22 years old, chronologically. Now, I know we all have the capability to tap into that wisdom of an elder, no matter what chronological age we are. Uh, we also have the capacity to tap into the childlike wonder and beginner's mind of a youth, no matter what our chronological age is. Uh, I am wondering... Have you always been this way, <laughs> or is there? Have you ever? Have you had an aha or an epiphany that you've noticed was like a quantum shift in how you perceive yourself and uh, and how you present yourself in the world? Yeah, I think that we all have moments, whether that be of things falling apart, despair, things radically shifting in our life. But I also think there's moments of just like a switch being flipped all of a sudden. And the first time that happened was when I was 12 years old. And I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, and my life radically shifted in a lot of ways. My, my life seemingly, yeah, the flip, the switch seemingly flipped in a way. Um, I'll give you an example. I was really messy. I was really like not good in school. I mean, you know, didn't do any of my homework and stuff. And one day it just like I woke up and it just, it just flipped. And as small as that is, like being messy or, or not being good in school, that was a shift for me because it, it really showed me of like, wow, I can reprogram my mind just by making a decision. And right after that, I mean, I was 
spotless. I was like almost OCD, you could call it. Um, and you know, I, I tried in school. I, in fact, I was in middle school at the time, and um, I, I started taking high school classes all of a sudden, and graduated with high school credits. And I haven't been that good in school um, all of my life. Like it, I haven't excelled in it, but it really was that shift of like I can change. I can change in literally in an instant. And so that's just inspired me to help others recognize that and really be an example of that. So yeah, I think from a young age, I started to notice on these uh, synchronicities and, and these things that can happen and, and how we can take part in uh, shifting our mindset. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's, that's really beautiful. Uh, the, the point that you're underscoring here that I pick up is uh, the power of choice that we actually have choice, that we're not locked into our prior patterns of behavior or whoever we think we were. And yeah, changing habits and, you know, it's a practice. Mm. It doesn't necessarily happen overnight. Mm. And uh, to your point, uh, we do have choice. And uh, personally, I find that to be, uh, you know, one of the great blessings to be in this form, Mm. (laughs) you know, that we actually do have choice in terms of how we perceive ourselves and how we show up in the world and how we respond to things that are, you know, outside of us as they come in. You know, when you said you were 12, aside from making that choice, I mean, was there something happening on the outside? Was there, was there an event or something that say, mm-hmm. oh, okay, you know what, I, I need to, you know, I, I have a new awareness now or I need to make a change? You know, I think... I think it was like just a moment of realization and within that it was a realization that a lot of what I was seeing in the world wasn't like it seemed Um, and it and it went deep and I'm not sure how deep I can go here with this but you know it I started to realize that you know the school system wasn't like it seemed Um, the life the 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 work the the nine to five the struggle for money the the food system, all, all this stuff had this corruption in it. And, you know, I had the internet at the time, you know, because I am young. <laughs> and so I had the internet, you know, and so I started to dive deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole. Um, and through that, I started to learn so much, but also everything started to fall apart. Nothing was the same anymore. And it led me down a pretty dark path realizing that, you know, the world wasn't like it seemed and all these paradigms I had been taught um, weren't really truth. And, you know, it it led me down a path that was, yeah, dark. It was dark and, and, and sad in a way. And it also gave me strength and it also really thinking back um, to those moments, it, it really, it really just made that shift for me to, you know, grow up and, and, and step more into helping people realize that in a way, you know, because, and, and so many people in, in the world today are having these shifts with everything going on in the world. And they're, they're realizing this and this isn't like it seems, and that's not like it seems. And so that has really allowed me to to you know, be there and hold those people in that, in that mm. transformation and that awakening. Yeah, you know, it sounds like uh, you're describing the matrix in a way, <laughs> where uh, reality is substantially more than what meets the eye, and uh, 
In fact, that was actually one of my major epiphanies as well. And actually shifting out of, sometimes I call it healing out of, hmm. being a money manager in the stock market. And uh, real briefly, I, I went and did a, a healing session ostensibly for my wife who was really struggling with cancer at the time. And the chemo and radiation was so toxic to her system that uh, uh, I was looking for an alternative healing for her. I find out that there's this alternative healer in this place called Sedona. Never even heard of that place before. I was living in the Bay Area in some high rent district called Tiburon. Beautiful place. Highly recommend you go visit. Anyway, uh, but I also recommend you come to Sedona too, even more so. Even now, especially. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, so uh, we did this breath work session. I said, now what would I want to have healed? Being a money manager, I want my money's worth. And I really didn't have much time for, or you know, inclination for deep self-reflection. But I knew that if I wanted to have something healed for myself, it would have been self-doubt. Because I knew when the markets went against me, I beat myself up and said things to myself I wouldn't dare repeat to anybody else. So I decide, okay, I want to hear the self-doubt, self -doubt, know where that comes from, and, and release it. And I decided to enlist the spirit of my father who had passed away four years earlier. And he was about as much of a spiritual compass as I thought I needed at the time. And the last time I saw him alive, I said, Dad, the thing that bothers me most about your passing away is that you're not going to be there to give me advice when I need it. And he said, and this is a direct quote. He goes, I don't know exactly how it works on the other side, but I'll do my absolute best to get you the answers that you need. I know, which is really sweet, especially because he like studied to be a rabbi and everything, but for him to describe things as the other side, I thought was, you know, really opening up his, uh, his consciousness as well. So, Okay, I invite the spirit of my father. We do this uh, deep breathwork session, music of like tribal drums or rainforest music or whatever already is disorienting. After some period of time, I'm a four-year-old boy sitting in my father's lap. And it was so palpable, I could feel his breath on my cheek. And I started to cry, just tears of joy, because I probably hadn't been that physically close to my father since I was four years old. So in that setting, Dad, where do I get my self-doubt from? He said, it's not yours. It's mine. And amazingly, in this altered but somehow lucid state, I wound up asking, well, would you take it back? And all of a sudden, I was laying on the ground. I felt like I was hit with a lightning bolt, and my body shook unlike anything I had ever experienced before. So, and not only did I know that something was lifted that day, but the real lesson that I got and coming full circle to why I brought it up is that that experience for me, being in my father's lap as a four-year-old, was every bit as real, if not more real, than any stock market trade or anything else I was doing in the matrix. <laughs> and so that let me know in no uncertain terms that reality far exceeds what meets the eye. And that actually set me on a path of deep curiosity mm. to explore, you know, who am I and why am I here? And um, ultimately, it led me into this conversation with Gareth. Mm. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. And it's just a perfect example that these things can happen at all ages, whether you're 12 years old or you've already developed a life for yourself. Yeah, I, I was in my four, early 40s. 
And uh, yeah, and uh, so deeply grateful for that experience and being shaken loose because I knew that I could observe that I was managing money at the time for people who were worth, I don't know, $500 million or more, which is like real money back then. Eh, it could even be real money now, you know? And uh, noticing that not only were they not seemingly any happier, in many cases, they mistrusted people because they felt like they were viewed as a piece of red meat on some level. Uh, and in some cases, their possessions owned them. So what kind of life is that? You know, and uh, I'm much more interested in the kind of wealth that money can't buy. And that is uh, having an open heart and uh, doing what you're doing, Garrett. Mm. You know, just uh, inviting people into their highest selves and uh, inviting them into living their deeper truths. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I actually really relate to that. I don't know if you know this. Um, but for everybody watching, too, um, I've been an entrepreneur since high school. Um, and I was also in the financial markets and I have been for the past few years. And for me, I had more of the outlook of the conscious finance of exiting the matrix. Um, whereas you, it sounds like you were trading for people that were, you know, deeply ingrained in that and, um, you know, maybe weren't the best people or maybe weren't doing the best things with the money. Um, and so I was, I, I came from the from the perspective of I want to create a legacy and I want to create generational wealth and I want to help people exit the matrix by reshaping their views on finance. And so people have known me as this entrepreneur, this this trader uh, for the past few years of my life. And so really this year, shifting out of that into how can I help people come back home to themselves mm. and how can I help people realize that there really is more to this life. Um, beyond the money, beyond the fame, glory, beyond the uh, everything, actually everything in the external world. You know, there's this whole beautiful internal world that is just waiting to be tapped into or tapped into deeper for every single individual on this planet. So I really relate to that so much. <laughs> yeah. Cool, yeah. cool, yeah. So, you know, do you have any uh, practices that you engage in to whether you want to call it keeping your energy field more expansive or lighthearted or you know or answer mm -hmm. as you will <laughs> yeah i i really look at every moment as an opportunity um whether that be an opportunity to help somebody whether that be an opportunity to spread love to spread joy or to step into a higher version of myself which is why I'm here today, because you offered this to me and I was like, you know what, that's stepping into a higher version of myself. So my practice is to say yes to things that, is, that really kind of scare me a bit or maybe new uh, within a reason, of course, and, and say no to things that no longer serve me and that I don't want. Um, and that in and of itself, just that small practice there allows me to be happy and feel like I'm honoring myself. And when we feel like we're honoring ourselves, we feel good and we release blame and we release just those things that no longer serve us and those people that no longer serve us and those circumstances that are unfortunate seemingly begin to diminish and mm. fade away. And so my practice is just being the best version of myself in every single moment. 
And of course, that's not perfect. You know, we're all human. We all sure. screw up sometimes. Sure. Um, but that's really it. I, I, I truly see everything as an opportunity and see every moment as an opportunity to help somebody. And I think I was sharing with you the other day that I, I really look at it like somebody out there is praying for a moment like this. Somebody out there maybe praying that I offer them something or even I give them a smile or somebody says hello to them today. And so looking at it from the perspective of it's bigger than myself and somebody out there or something out there really needs to hear me today um, and really needs to experience me, it, it just brings a different energy. Yeah, which ultimately I think is what we're pointing to is that, uh, that everything is energy in a way. And uh, I notice for myself that when I pay more attention to that, then it loosens up some of the stories and it mm. loosens up some of my need, my perceived need for things to show up in a certain way for me to feel good about myself and, uh, and kind of take uh, matters into my own hands in terms of being responsible for the energy that I'm feeling, the emotions that I'm feeling, the mood that I'm in, and uh, that I have complete choice as to what I pay attention to, to keep my energy as, uh, as vibrant and, and delightful as, as I can imagine. Because, hmm. <laughs> uh, and we are interconnected, you know? So, you, so there are people out there listening right now who are really connected to what Garrett's saying, because uh, we are connected. We are in, all in this together. And uh, my sense is one of the greatest gifts, and I know you do this so well, and we kind of pointed to this in the beginning of our kind of intro here, is uh, I think one of the greatest gifts that we can give each other is to remind each other who and what we really are at the core. Mm. As just loving beings, an aspect of something that has created all of this by whatever name we call it. And, uh, and no matter what else is going on out there, it's an absolute blessing that we get to exist in this form. Yes, it is. And be seen and to see other people. I think it's so powerful. Mm. Yeah, so many people you know, want to be seen and heard. And, and, and feel like they're not for a variety of reasons. And uh, maybe it's because there's a, a lot of kind of undue attention paid to the superficiality of whether it's materialism or the, the survival needs that somehow seem to be predominant in the top of mind and certainly in a lot of the narratives that we get from just about every direction and certainly from the media and the news outlets. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I want to shift gears a little bit from what is to what can be. So I'm, let's push a reset button here and let's consider that the past is truly history. And let's push a reset button on COVID, push a reset button on civilization as we know it. Garrett, what kind of world? would you create? I would create a world where we allow each other to be ourselves and, and 
where we allow other people to express, where we allow other people to create, where we really see each other and really love each other. And that sounds like utopia, right? It sounds, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, in this places in the world, you can do that, you know, or mm-hmm. whatnot. But I really see a world where we are transpiring all these forces that are set to oppress us and really step into creating and really step into our power as people because we have so much power not only in our physical form in our minds as well and our abilities and um you know i i see a world where we're really just collaborating and coming together for the highest good of humanity mm. beautiful yeah so i'm inviting everybody to take a deep breath on this one <sighs> yeah and really drop in to what Garrett has shared and that kind of world that I think we all know is possible on some level, even if it seems so different than the one we live in at the moment. And that there is a love within each of us that is just yearning to be fully expressed and see each other as as brother and sister in a way, or at least as family, so that it's not about a zero-sum game anymore, where somebody has to lose for somebody else to win. And, uh, and then we cooperate with each other. We, we serve each other. And uh, we're, we're one brotherhood family of man, which is really lovely and really possible. And I'm just uh, inviting that we all breathe life into that. <sighs> yeah, because living in that loving world, <clears throat> living in that loving world and being in a loving state truly is uh, better than sex <laughs> on brand here. Uh, and uh, to really, it's so expansive Garrett, let, let's ground it for a moment. Mm. Is there anything you could recommend, or what do you recommend that everybody listening can do today to get one step closer mm. to living in this world that you're pointing to? Oh, man. You know, there's so many things. You hear about meditation, you hear about breath work, you hear about cold plunges. You hear about psychedelics, you hear about, you know, uh, raw food, all these things. And there are all these external things and beautiful things that are so beneficial. Um, And I, I really, you know, each time I think about that or when I think about the question you just asked me, mm-hmm. I really think about looking within. I really think about just being you just evoking your truth whatever that is maybe changing some of your truths from limiting beliefs to the truth that you want to see in your world i think that can help us step into that new world and from a collective standpoint loving your neighbor and 
you know, shifting out of the mindset of one person's success limits my success, because that's not true, that's just a story. And really lifting each other up and celebrating each other, I think gets us closer to that world. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. You know, you mentioned that uh, one success doesn't necessarily have to limit another. I kind of look at it like health, you know? Just because you're healthy doesn't mean it's going to limit my health, you know? Mm. We could all be healthy together. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, that's really beautiful. So everybody out there, uh, please spend a few moments every day. And if you don't know necessarily what your deepest truths are, ask. Because what I do notice that the more questions I ask and more often I ask, the more likely I'm to discover an answer. And so, how can I be more loving today? Or where can I find more love today? Uh, That's actually a question I ask myself frequently. And uh, I also find it powerful to do that in front of the mirror somehow. Look myself right in the eye and uh, try to tap into some uh, insight. Mm. And I notice that I, I find that helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Garrett, is there anything else you want to share before we kind of wind things up here? I'm, I'm kind of feeling like we've covered a lot of ground. Yeah, we have. Just First of all, I just want to thank everybody for listening, um, especially if you've listened to the end. You know, showing up is a big part of life. Listening fully is a big part of life um, and can really, really get us far. Um, And so I just want to thank everybody for showing up. I want to thank you for being here, for tuning in. And I want to thank you, Susie, for creating this and and making this happen and collaborating with me on this. Um, And just encourage everybody just to take one small step and just get 1% better each day. Sounds cliche, I know. Just the small steps really, really add up. And, you know, I feel like we, we, it's the new year, right? And we put a lot on our plate and we have all these big goals and dreams and ambitions and all at once, you know? And, and I really see a lot of progression and value just from taking one little small step in one direction and just keep on that path. So whether you got a little hint of something Um, on this podcast today or maybe a big hit of something (laughs) I encourage you to take one small step beautiful and uh, coming full circle to I think the first point we kind of came up with today it all comes down to uh, to choice it all comes down to choice and we all have that power to choose Mm -hmm. so we get to hopefully choose wisely and uh, with that Garrett how can people get hold of you um, get a hold of me. My Instagram name is Evoking Truth. Same with YouTube. Um, and you can reach me on there. Yeah. Beautiful. Garrett, thank you so much. And everybody out there, thank you for tuning in. And uh, please know that the best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So lots of love and we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. Please like, share, comment, and share this knowledge and wealth with whoever you really care for. Thank you so much for tuning in.